Hey guys, uh, welcome all to Junction, a podcast where we define choice. A choice to live on your own terms and by your own design. Or a simply look the other way and move on. I'm Sinket, your adventure guide for today, as we venture deep inside India's startup ecosystem with India's new age entrepreneurs. Today with us, we have Aman Sandhuja. He has taught over 10,000 plus people on cryptocurrency and blockchain all across Southeast Asia. He was formerly a co-founder at Signy.io and Zubi.io and is now the co-founder at Moving.so, which is a social investing platform to bring together conversations and investing under a single roof. So, hey, Haman, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing wonderful and looking forward for this interesting discussion. Same here. Aman, so um, I'd like to understand uh, how did you sir, first get into blockchain when you started with uh, towards blockchain and like were you self-taught or were you outsourcing the code base and just give us some insights as to how you uh, got to start your very first startup. So I got into cryptocurrencies way back in 2015, 16. A lot of my gamer friends were already doing some transaction. And from there, I started reading about Bitcoin and then... Uh, there was one uh, documentary on Netflix, which was an eye-opener for me. And from there, I started following the space. 2017, I decided to uh, build a solution, which is around identity and document, because I totally believe that the 99.9% .9 of the blockchain use cases revolves around three things, which is identity, document, and payments, because these are the three areas where you have trust issues and most of the uh, uh, counterfeit happens. So we thought of building a solution where we can solve a problem of identity thefts and document exchange where you don't really have to go back to the train and understand who has actually produced this document and signed it. So we developed uh, a patented uh, solution. Uh, we also expanded the team from 3 to 35 plus people. It was doing well. We were one of the early players in the Indian ecosystem who were talking and working on the blockchain. And that's how the journey started. So uh, the core base and everything was internally developed. And uh, of course, at that point in time, there were not many developers who understand about crypto space. So that was uh, internally developed. And uh, we just uh, started building certain interesting concepts on top of it. We also patented one of the solutions for blockchain document format. Yeah, I think uh, that's all really interesting. One more interesting thing that I came across while I was sort of surfing through your LinkedIn was that uh, your registration for your new company, Moving.so, um, went through to Shark Tank season, um, Shark Tank India season. So, uh, I mean, we haven't been able to get a lot of insights or a lot of insider information. So just, just let us on some tidbits from how the process is and um, what the big news is and uh, how it's going. So nothing, Sony in India got the license of Shark Tank original series and they are... Uh one of the great platforms for Indian ecosystems entrepreneurs to go and present their startup ideas and what they're building. So we applied to the application and the interesting journey was uh, uh, we had to talk to these folks about cryptocurrency. So that was very exciting. And then from there, uh, I think the second level of the application is open uh, in terms of where we got shortlisted. So uh, it is one of the greatest platform uh, for the Indian entrepreneurs, exactly the similar stuff what happens in the global space of Shark Tank. But here you would be having the jury, which will be from the Indian ecosystem. So it's great. So we're just waiting for the result and hopefully we'll make it to the finals. 
Well, I hope so uh, too. And, uh, you know, um, a lot of people have these uh, common myths about crypto. Uh, and uh, I'd like to get your opinion on them. Um, so, um, I mean, why exactly would you want to buy crypto? I mean, what is the reason? Uh, because we have stocks and we have uh, real estate and we have a lot of other stuff. So why would you want to buy crypto? See, first of all, let's understand why do you buy an asset, right? An asset always defines your status in the society because it yields to the wealth. So you buy assets so that it actually uh, brings you that status and stature, which with respect to your profile and position. We never talk about what is the salary of one of the billionaires. We always talk about what is his net worth. And his net worth is always defined by the assets. And if you look at the assets have evolved with respect to time and assets have started emerging, uh, the new asset classes have started emerging. And if you are moving towards an altogether new world, which is the Web3 or a digital economy, then here the asset classes are not about the real estate or the gold physical assets, which you can talk about or keep it in your Almira or cupboard or bank. Here the asset class becomes more digital and more uh, uh, I mean, more digital in terms of tokenized format or any digital certificate, which we can think of. So these digital certificates then should be held by, not held by the institutions and actually given ownership to the common man. So these asset classes started emerging and crypto is one of the biggest drivers of this asset class. So you have this uh, uh, asset class where people buy it to multiply their wealth and with respect to the wealth, they actually will be able to establish their uh, network and then on top of it, they'll be able to showcase their status and profile and positioning in the society. Why people are buying uh, these cryptocurrencies, they're also buying the stocks because like I said, uh, in 2021, these digital format of the asset class is the new real estate and this is the new oil and these asset classes are emerging. So people have to always stay updated with the trend and then of course acquire these asset classes so that it can actually help them yield their net worth and build their wealth out of it. So, uh, I mean, I think this is uh, one of the most common questions that um, you might be asked, but I'll still ask you this, where and how do you plan to buy crypto? Uh, what are the best platforms? And uh, so just some insights into that. So these asset classes, it's like I said, they're not, uh, tangible in nature, uh, which means you cannot touch and feel. These asset classes are more in a digital format and these digital format asset class should be facilitated by the digital platform. And these digital platforms are known as brokerages or exchanges where you go and buy these assets. And to go and buy these assets, you have some of the platforms which are uh, absolutely amazing in India, are CoinDC, XYZX, CoinSwitchCubate, so forth and so on. You simply go and create your account. Like in stock market, you have to create your DMAT account and you go to these platform and then you can simply transfer your money from your bank account and then buy these uh, shares of the particular stock. Similarly, you can do it in the cryptocurrencies as well. You go to these platform, complete your KYC, transfer your money, and you can simply buy these different digital assets, which are Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, so forth and so on. So uh, in terms of uh, buying crypto, uh, there's, there's this certain thing that's attached to it called risk tolerance. So how do you assess uh, which cryptos to buy and how do you assess sort of the risk that is associated? And um, just, uh, I mean, sort of how, which cryptos also do you plan on buying in relation to that? 
so at this point in time this is the biggest challenge which we at moving is trying to solve so a lot of people in the market do, don't really understand which crypto they need to buy they are actually treating their friends advice as a soundboard so if sanket has bought particular crypto i would definitely want to buy it because i don't want to miss out of this bandwagon so the markets are becoming more social in nature which is you are more open to talk about investments and what coins to buy second is there so much of complexity like what google maps did to the navigation we are also planning to do the exact same thing for this new uh, economy where crypto is emerging as an asset now we are making things simpler and easier for people to digest the information and understand more about the crypto space so yes right now the information is limited to what is uh, happening in terms of events and all these crypto coins price actually increases with respect to partnerships with respect to any advancement with respect to add ons to their business and with this the token price appreciate and people take an interest and start going ahead and buying these coins like simply in the real life what do you look at when you are evaluating or buying a stock you look at what's the utility who is the team behind it who are the investors right and uh, what is the kind of an expansion plan they have would they have the revenue or not uh, what is the kind of a brand visibility what's the top line bottom line so all these things are still to get uh, evolved in the crypto space but people usually look at what the team what is the kind of an innovation which market they are targeting what's the kind of community which is there in the market and from there they establish their interest and go ahead and buy these crypto bases those decisions so uh, i mean uh, another myth that is attached with crypto is that um, uh, i mean is is crypto safe for investing can i be hacked or uh, more importantly how do i protect myself because uh, there is some truth to the fact that uh, crypto used to be used for illicit activities as well so uh, how do we sort of mitigate that risk factor when we are trading or how do i mean i understand that there is a risk attached to everything that we do but sort of how do we safeguard ourselves from getting hacked or getting our data leaked because i think that is a huge concern nowadays see the data don't get hacked on the blockchain the data get hacked by these intermediaries where you have created your account which is these brokerage accounts or the other places where your identity information is there think of blockchain is like a visa or mastercard network where it's facilitating the transactions there they don't really have the data there are only the numbers of uh, getting exchanged from one place to another um the question was uh, the illicit activities correct so yes it's a major concern because most of the cryptocurrency transactions are anonymous in nature which can only be understood by the machine so the naked human eye cannot read it and understand who is the person behind it so that's a definitely concern for the government but uh, like you said uh, it's possibly uh, also happening in other asset classes us dollar is being used for uh majority of the illicit activities specifically because the notes cannot be traced right how do you trace that which note belongs to whom so with this more wider adoption start happening people will start creating the account on the platforms where their identity is already registered and from there you can actually traverse down and trace down the history of transactions and this becomes more seamless and simple in nature and people can actually uh safeguard their transaction in terms of where they're spending the money and the government would also have the analysis and this is possible as you start uh, analyzing the chains where the transactions happen so yes at this point in time it's a concern but over a period of time with the mass adoption the government will start dropping in solutions which are more centralized in nature where you have to do your identity and from there you can buy and sell cryptos and transfer cryptos as well so uh, i mean i think um, 
like as when we talk about stocks, uh, there's a lot of community effect that comes into it. And uh, I think uh, what you're trying to do at um, moving is also something of the sorts where you sort of bring in a community feature and investors can talk to each other. And it's, I mean, I think I've, um, I've had you quote that uh, you're trying to build a Twitter for crypto as well. So, uh, I mean, I would like to understand how you came up with the idea where you felt the gap was actually and how you got the proof of concept. So something into your journey with moving. Um, so that is something that I'd like to understand. So back in January, February, I've been trading cryptos from over four, four and a half, five years now. So back in January, uh, I was trading once again uh, in crypto and I was just evaluating this pump, dump group on Telegram, where pump a coin and dump a coin. And with this manipulation, we lost about one and a half Bitcoin in one single trade. And that was an eye opener for us. And then we realized that uh, this is not only a problem for us, but actually a problem for everyone in the market. And as we started speaking, people said that there's too much of complexity and noise that we don't really able to understand which guru or which thread to believe in. So that was uh, a light bulb moment for us. That was an eye opener. And from there, we thought of building a solution um, which actually addresses the problem of complexity and noise by giving people uh, a more structured conversational platform and also a platform where your uh, thought process can be evaluated by the community while you get the right set of information. So that is what we're building and moving. So essentially giving people a right set of information and also enabling them to interact with other investors and they can start investing in the cryptos more effectively because uh, your friends advice act as one of the greatest decisions when you're making it more. And then you also need to understand about the coins as well. So that is what we are doing. Right. Making so, it simpler for people to uh, navigate into this world. So uh, I think uh, you have your app out uh, right now. And uh, I'm trying to understand. So what would be the focus of the company now? So would you like to scale the current features or are you looking to launch any new features? Any insights into what the community of investors sort of need right now at this moment? What are they lacking and what is the bridge or the gap that you're trying to fulfill even further? I think it's too early to talk about it. So the next update, which is coming, you would be able to see what we are bringing. Uh, basically, the idea here is the community would get their new identity. And this with this new identity, people would be able to establish a trust between uh, each other through a common consolidated platform. And we don't want a platform to be loved. We want a platform which can be trusted more than the other platform. And the focus here is to solve and address the problems rather than building a solution and then navigate into a problem. So we have understood this game and hopefully with the features which we are coming in, we'll be able to give a confidence to these investors and from there they can actually start making their uh, informed decisions in the market. So, um, I mean, I would like to understand uh, as per you, what should be the future of uh, crypto uh, as in the trading part of it? So would, how much scope do you feel is uh, sort of in investments? Uh, would you talk when we talk about NFTs and when we talk about uh, new currencies? So what would you place your bet on uh, that has the brightest future uh, in the current scenario? Because NFTs, I mean, everyone is trying to come up with a new NFT marketplace right now. And uh, people are also coming up with new currencies, with new features. We've seen Uniswap with LPs and a lot of new stuff. We've seen our way, we've seen Yearn. So what do you think uh, is the uh, near future um, um, headed? See, if you look at 
time when the internet was getting started. So there were hardware companies, right, which were building servers and all. Then the companies started building the devices where these hardwares can be used. And then with these devices coming out of the market, people said, let's build the application, and which is why operating systems came into the market, right? came into the market. And with this operating system, people start building an application. With the application, you can actually have a direct interaction with the consumer. So with this, the web has evolved from web 1.0 to 2.0. Now we are talking about an altogether new world where the value transfer can be actually justified on the internet because the internet lacks the value transfer. How do you trust me if I'm sending you a digital copy of an Apple iPhone? How would you trust? Because in the physical world, you can see it that Aman has transferred that iPhone, you go and buy it. But how these digital transfer of different documents, different art pieces, different things can be actually trusted on the internet. So with this involvement, if you look at people earlier have bought the hardware company stocks, then earlier, later on, they bought the operating system company stock. Then with this, with the application company stock like Amazon, um, you have Netflix, uh, Google, Facebook and so forth and so on. And then with this, then these application companies start becoming rich in data. Then people start building the artificial intelligence companies to make this data more intelligent. People start buying the AI stuff. So if you look at the people always wanted to stay updated and always wanted to back the trend. Now, if this is going to be the next trend in the market, of course, people are curious about what will be the possibility. So number one possibility is the NFT. Second is the transaction. So even crypto space have different layers. The first layer was the transaction layer, which was Bitcoins of the world. The second layer was the, uh, what do you call, building an application layer, which is using the Ethereum smart contract principle. Third layer is on top of the layer two, building solutions which are more customer centric, right? So you people start building NFTs uh, and different uh, other applications regarding DeFi, so forth and so on. And with this, people start realizing that this could be the new trend, but we don't know yet, right? Uh, so everyone is experimenting and innovating with respect to disruption and distribution. And we are yet to see the biggest black swan event in this market uh, and more and more of adoption related things will start happening. So which is why at Moving, we are looking to simplify certain things before it's uh, uh, too late for these investors to actually understand where they're putting their, their money. And of course, uh, to answer your question, how much they should put their money in, in this new asset class, I don't really say that you need to put 100% of the money. And then, of course, you always put your money where you understand what is this asset class all about. So I always say that before you invest into cryptocurrencies, invest in yourself. And once you've invested in yourself, then I think things become easier. Like our parents have understood the real estate market, and then which is why they started investing in real estate. My parents don't understand the stock market anymore, don't invest. So we people understand this market better than most of us. So then we start evaluating and start investing. So uh, now uh, I would like to play sort of a very short game and uh, we'll have some uh, very quick questions. And I'll ask you a question and you need to respond in like a sentence or a word. Cool? Sure. Okay. So uh, I would like to ask you, um, so one startup whose success makes you jealous. None. <laughs> Startup success makes us jealous. None. Why? Because, uh, see, an entrepreneur is not working towards building a startup for the success of himself. Yeah. Right. An entrepreneur is actually solving a problem for the people. 
somebody else is able to build and do it faster than you, of course, you should definitely compliment and applaud and learn from them how has been certain things. And of course, try and actually innovate uh, on top of it or build uh, or go and uh, uh, look for another problem to actually build up a solution with respect to the learning lessons from the other side. So, so what do you feel is the most dangerous for an early stage startup? Overhyped valuations early on, over comparative market space or poor team culture? What? Overhyped valuations uh, early on, uh, over comparative market to entry, and or poor team culture. What matters, or what was the question actually? Sorry. Uh, what is the most dangerous for an early stage startup? What could lead to its early demise? The poor team culture, of course. If people are not on the same page, see valuations and everything is secondary. If people don't resonate with the vision and mission which you are trying to build it. That would not happen. Of course, poor team culture at the beginning can actually lead to blunders in in uh, in the startup success and growth. And I have seen this in my first startup and uh, majorly in the first startup where we have had certain issues with the founder. So it does did not actually replicate to the growth of the startup. Right. So, um, which quality do you feel is the Indian crypto community lacking as of this moment? Signal. There's a lot of noise. And uh, which exchange internationally do you feel is personally, you know, you feel is the best as of this moment? See, the best is uh, yet to be built from the audience point of view. But best in terms of a transaction would definitely be either Coinbase or Binance. And an Indian exchange from the audience perspective, uh, you feel is the best? No comments. <laughs> so, uh, right. So, uh, which entrepreneur would you rather look up to? Elon Musk or, I mean, not sort of an entrepreneur, but, uh, or Ratan Tata? Whose uh, methodology or whose thinking would you... Uh, Elon Musk for innovation and invention. Elon, uh, Ratan Tata for ethics and uh, integrity. Uh, which investor do you feel is absolutely killing it right now in the crypto space? Interesting. And uh, which currency do you feel as of this moment, uh, apart from Bitcoin, has the brightest future? Solana. Uh, so, and I'm assuming the next question was which currency would you hodl personally? So I'm assuming that would be Solana as well. Cardano and Solana. Well, my next question was going okay, to- this is not a financial advice. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so uh, my next question would be, uh, was going to be which, would you prefer Kodana or Solana? So, and one word to sum up your moving.so journey up until now. Dynamic. Dynamic. Perfect. So I think uh, that was it for today. Uh, thank you so much um, for doing this with me. It was uh, really uh, great having you with us. And I think it was really enlightening for the masses as well. Uh, so thank you, Amin, for being here. Thank you so much. It was wonderful conversation. Looking forward to the record. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye.